This baby hits 88 miles per hour. They're gonna see some serious. This is the Tom Green Show. It's not the Green Tom Show. This is my favorite show because it is my show. It's the Tom Green Show. Welcome back to the Passport Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is episode 53. The Last Crusade. Oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, you Have know, we not used that? It ties... We haven't. That is miraculous. And I'm glad I saved it because it tied into what the theme of our episode is. Which would be... 1989. We're talking all about the year 1989. And we're doing so thanks to you, the yep. listeners, yeah. who follow us on Instagram and voted. We had an option either, what, would you want us to talk about the, the year 1989 or... Adam Sandler movies. And the people... Yeah. 90s Adam Sandler movies. 90s Adam Sandler <laughs> movies. True. Yeah, that's a good distinction. The, <laughs> the people decided they wanted 1989. I don't blame them. Yeah. Um, however, if you did vote Adam Sandler movies, 90s Adam Sandler movies, we'll still we'll still throw you a yeah. bone. We'll talk about that next month. We'll so uh, just know that that's coming. Hey, by the way, I'm Corey Draper. Yeah, you are. Uh, with me, as always, are my cohorts. I probably used that before. Colin Harmon. It's okay. It's an honor to be here with you, cohort. And Wes Allen. Hop in my Chrysler. It's as big as a whale, and it's about to set sail. (laughs) Okay, so as mentioned before, we're talking about (laughs) 1989. And um, if if you haven't joined us before on an episode where we focused on just one year, we just kind of talk about what was going on during that, that year. We get in the Wayback Machine, talk about all the things that were happening, all pop culture, famous things. Mm-hmm. Like up by the story Our favorite so movies, songs, TV shows, etc. So let's uh, let's jump right into it and let's set the tone. Ooh. What was 1989 <laughs> like? <laughs> yeah. So what was going on during 1989? Ooh, that's a good question. We had George Bush oh, as heard the of U.S. Him. president, mm-hmm. the senior, yep. senior Bush. R.I.P. Uh, no, he's still alive. Good point. His wife is R.I.P. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> By the time this releases, it may change. I'm just trying to predict the future here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is for future listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. He In the future, at some point. One day, unfortunately, he will rest, he, hopefully. Yes. Maybe he's already resting. He Maybe. might be resting right now. He, yeah. he might be. Um, the sun is nearly down. Oh, and also, just to give you kind of the vibe, a BMW 325. Mm-hmm. $21,000. It oh, can be yours I in 1989. I could almost afford one from 1989. Average income per year, $27,000. Oh, that's the amount of money I spend on tacos now. So if you buy, if you buy the BMW, <laughs> you would have $6,000 left just to do with whatever. Yeah, that's for the rest of, of the year. So. Cinnamon twists. Just twist to buy fun. tacos. Yeah, yeah. cinnamon twists or maybe yeah. a Mountain Dew. One gallon of gas in. would cost you 97 cents. <laughs> that's a good amount. For ninety-seven, yeah, a ham and cheese pizza, Wes, two dollars fifty-nine cents. So ham with cheese, like ham on the cheese. Ham pizza? and yeah, ham. Okay, pizza that's with specific. Ham. Yeah, yeah, that's a very specific. That is very type specific. <laughs> I don't know why this website uh, listed that. Are you, are you reading the internet over there? I am reading the internet. <laughs> I knew it. I knew right. it. All right. So what else? What else happened in nineteen eighty-nine? That's of note. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, when did? Isn't that when the Nintendo Game Boy? was 
released in our country? That is correct. <sighs> was it our country or Japan? I don't know. It was I our country. Know, I, I just that knew that's when <laughs> that was about the time when I got my first one with no color screen. I think it's a uh, little yes. thing for the front that you had to put over the top of it to like you want to play at night or in a dark space or anywhere not in the sun or slightly mod- <laughs> magnified. <laughs> yeah. Do we have a thing for you? You can put more batteries in it too. So. I think the Power Glove came out in '89 as well. Did you guys ever have uh, a Power Glove? No, but power I always glove. wanted. Oh one. heck yeah, I wanted one. Right now, I just want one as a collectible because I feel like it would be so. Basically awesome. Basically, like an that. Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. yeah. Basically, I feel like if you could, there's still something to that. Like if I could control my computer with a Power Glove, even today, that would be pretty cool. I mean, that, there's something to that. I mean, yeah. I would obviously want to be like able to figure out different ways than have to stand there like using my wrist in goofy yeah. ways. Yeah, apparently it was terrible, though. The <laughs> Maybe that's why I never it owned like, one. It was Just ahead of its crap. time. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I fact-checked it. It was Japan and North America in 1989. All so the same? Nice. Yeah. All the same. That's yep. interesting. Yeah. Could you could you play uh, Game Boy with the Power Glove? Was that <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't Anybody think figure you, that out? I don't think like, you could play even like a controller. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't think science was there yet. You could like Power Glove on the go. <laughs> <laughs> Another so bad. Speaking of video games, another thing that was out was the Sega Genesis. People have heard me talk about my love affair for Sega yeah. and how misguided it was. But I the Genesis affair. was the reason. That's true. I never had a Sega still. I mean, well, I, still I don't, don't think it one. really got popular until like early 90s. Yeah, I definitely didn't have one until like 91, 92. I feel like the Game Boy was popular immediately, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you think that like super helped battery sales at the time? 100%, man. <laughs> I think it took like 13 batteries. <laughs> <laughs> and they would z- be zapped like just immediately. Yeah, so. like, oh, you turned it on, it's dead. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Colin, something you might like. Disney MGM Studios. I know. I didn't realize it opened that recently. That yeah. That's crazy. Because yeah. I obviously never went to it at that time in my life. Now known as Hollywood Studios. Yes, Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Did which, Disney own MGM at some point? I believe so. Metro Goldwyn Mayer is what that stands for. Wow, look at you. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I believe so. It was like a production studio that they had procured. I think it's what they owned in Burbank, if I recall correctly. Well, all right. Nerds. Nerds. (laughs) It was far before 1989 that they owned that, though. Okay, let's let's move on to pop culture. Okay. So I I think a lot lot of what sets the tone, Mm -hmm. uh, word used carefully here, Mm, calculated, for a a specific time Mm -hmm. is... Songs, song, popular songs and music that was popular during 1989. Yeah. Who was popular during 1989? Who did I listen to? Who did? You, well, yeah. As a as a five year old, who did you <laughs> listen to? It's, this is the year that I got my very first tape. I believe I got. Uh, I got Michael, my first tape. I too. got Michael Jackson tape this year. Oh, nice. Which was a great year to get that. Did y'all ever my Easter basket? Uh, and maybe this is directed towards. <laughs> <laughs> this is directed towards Wes. Uh, did your older siblings? Have new kids on the block? Oh ta- yes. audio tapes, and did yes. they play them like yes. crazy, like my older siblings did? Uh, I, I vaguely remember there might have even been like posters and such. Yes, miscellaneous merchandise items. But yeah, definitely they were hanging tough for sure. Hey, I which that was the popular song by them in 1989, or at least one of them. 
Yeah. I remember my mom listening to a lot of Paula Abdul around this time of mm. my life. Oh, yeah. Paula she Abdul was, was huge. What is she doing now? What do you think? She's still judging some talent shows. Yeah. You think or? she's like not I think rocking? She's drinking it. wine right now. Probably. <laughs> so she's back medication. She's also resting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like music as at this point, there wasn't a whole lot of like actually like good music we can like go back and enjoy. Yeah. Like I feel like it was like the start of like the Delilah type music where it's like very like mm. love music. Yeah. Ballady <laughs> kind of stuff, um, but one of my I obviously didn't listen to this as a kid, but Liar. later in high school and oh. college. But the Pixies Doolittle album came out, which is <laughs> a very iconic kind of more independent record. But hmm. that came out then, and I love. But as a kid, I loved B 52s Love Shack. I feel like <laughs> I have so many memories of like watching that music video and that is a weird being video. out by our pool like with a boombox and listening to that. <laughs> Love Shack, baby. Yeah. baby. Uh, well, another really famous song is "Free Fallen" by Tom Petty. Mr. That Petty. came out in 1989, and that's one that um, everyone either loves or loves to hate. It uh, gets stuck in your head immediately, <laughs> and you're probably singing it to yourself. In right your now. car right now. If you weren't before, now you are again. Sorry. Other things, Chair, if I could turn back time. Hey, that's what we're doing right now. We are turning and back time. Madonna obviously was big. Epic pop stars, Paula Abdul, Cher, Madonna. They were in their prime back then. So You well, mentioned um, that you got your first cassette tape. I also got my first cassette that year, and it was the Batman soundtrack by uh, Prince. Oh, which I nice. still love so much. When they first put uh, the Prince albums back on Spotify, uh-huh. that was the f- my first go-to was the Batman soundtrack. That's funny. It was so good. It's, a good. it's a good choice, though. We'll get to it, but like Batman defined that year for me. Ooh, yeah. I look forward to that. Spoiler. And uh, one more I'll mention is Millie Vanilli. Blame it on the rain <laughs> and girl, you know it. That's the one that skipped. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl, you know it's true. And I'm sorry, I just sang into everybody's speakers or headphones. It's okay. Um, So, yeah, uh, Millie Vanilli was very popular for singing songs, and then they found out that they were not singing those songs. Which is a little two-faced of the industry, considering how often that is done nowadays. Maybe they started it. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Another standout was the Tone Lock Wild Thing came out. And Mm. I I remember we have this, like, we recorded this... uh, for our home movies that one of my sisters was having a birthday party in our garage and uh, we were playing musical chairs and my mom was playing the boombox and this song was playing and I was like that was a terrible song to play for like a kid's birthday party for musical chairs for like what the song is about <laughs> that's funny <laughs> and like we were just wow, watching the bang. whole movie and be like oh my gosh my mom's <laughs> just standing there holding this boombox having a minute <laughs> Wild thing. Any other songs or music of that era you'd like to throw in there? Hmm. I'm trying to think of anything else that I can think of that came out then. Bobby Brown was pretty big then. I feel like he was. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Every Little Step. Big song. Bobby Brown. Yep. It's pretty good. Yeah. The first tape that I got was Michael Jackson that came out that year. But that's yeah. when, like, that was the one that had, like, a Smooth Criminal on it. And some of that oh, stuff, yeah. Nice. Okay. So we'll move it along to TV shows which I'm excited to talk about because The Simpsons started in 1989. How is that possible? The greatest show of all time. So and long still ago. Going. And it's still going. <laughs> That's crazy. Those of you who are listening to this and were born in 1989, you're as old as The Simpsons. So, um, yeah, it's pretty incredible that they're still going, and they are nowhere near what they were in 1989. That's for sure. And they yes. didn't hit their prime until the 90s, but uh, they debuted it on that Tracy Ullman show, 
and got their first Christmas special full episode in 1989. So another very popular show amongst our generation, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, which I watched a lot of that later. I didn't watch it at this time in my life, for sure. I don't know. I don't remember watching it in 1989, probably because I was four, but yeah, we watched cute. the crap out of that show in the early 90s. Yeah. So. yeah, it was later on that I watched like all of the syndicated stuff. Yeah. But I don't think I watched a lot of it when I was it was on this early. Like early morning on USA or something was mm-hmm. when we like really watched that show. Well, it started out as a di- different show. Yeah, which uh, Good Morning Miss Bliss, was yeah, that name of it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so they they basically, I feel school. like they basically rebooted that into Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Like it wasn't even a spinoff really. It yeah, well, because like, they were in middle school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was Saved by the Bell by the time they were in like eighth grade or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, like I didn't know that. And when they put Saved by the Bell on Netflix like five or six years ago, like I started watching the first season. I'm like, wow, this is really rough. rough. Yeah. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> Very different stuff. show. <laughs> so they labeled it as Saved by the Bell on Netflix, but – yeah. Clearly wasn't. <laughs> and another epic greatest of all time mm-hmm. sitcom mm-hmm. started Cops. in 1989. Yeah. Mhm. <laughs> well, Cops, yes, but That's I was thinking reality TV. Um is it's I, and it's sitcom. another show that started out pretty rough, which is Seinfeld. Yeah. Which it's kind of crazy to think like the legacy that Seinfeld has, but if that show would have come out like three years ago, as roughly as it started then, like there's no way it would have been yeah. going. There it was just no way. canceled right away. There was a different tolerance for television entertainment at that Absolutely. time. Absolutely, it's so wild. Maybe the same for The Simpsons and Saved by the Bell. I mean, it's yeah. They, I mean, they all started out pretty rough. So, yeah. Um, Gosh, I still watch. We still watch Seinfeld at least like three episodes a week. Yeah, we just, I mean, it's like a, something to watch. Like at the end of the day, it's like let's just watch an episode of Seinfeld and. Mm-hmm. If it's not the first season, it's it's probably a you know a funny <laughs> episode that's yeah, those on. Those are some so. formative years in the early part there. Yeah. So uh, going down the list, we won't spend all this time on TV shows, but Family Matters. You mentioned Cops, Tales from the Crypt, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> oh my goodness. The Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which we've mentioned before. Yeah. The Beetlejuice TV series. I watched all of these things, man. McGee and me for our Christian brethren, yes. people who grew up in church. <laughs> which, like, show. did that ever get played on actual TV? Or I don't know. were they just like VHS tapes, maybe, like individual episodes? Maybe the uh, public access uh, kind of Christian. Because I know it was like, it was focused on the family. Was, yeah. So it was like we would get paid the programming. And everything. Yeah. I only watched them on the tapes. I yeah. never watched them live. Uh, Coach. You guys ever watch Coach? Yeah. My parents definitely did. Yep. That's true. Hey Dude. Hey Dude. Yeah, and that, that was a fun I show. mean, Hey Dude's a classic one. I feel like everybody from our uh, generation that talks about the 90s Nickelodeon shows, when Hey Dude is brought up, everybody's like, nah, I didn't like Hey Dude. Yeah. But I loved I, that show. I liked it, but it. then I revisited a few years oh, ago. Sure I didn't. I did not <laughs> like. I'm like, wow, this is terrible. Yeah, I'm sure it's terrible, but I, mean, I liked I can't it. Imagine uh, it holding up super well. I mean, starring Ben Stiller's wife. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that was the main thing that Christine I noticed Taylor. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Good memory. American Gladiators came out. Which uh, is, yeah, which we mentioned in our last episode. American Gladiators was the thing, and I I loved American Gladiators. Yeah, and I didn't watch it all that the time. Much. I didn't sure. watch it because. Uh, 
I feel like maybe just I was like too intimidated that like my outfits never looked as good as theirs, <laughs> and I just didn't want to have that. Well, you wanted a, a unitard. I just wanted to always be rocking singlet? a unitard and be able to like ride the yeah. hand bike across whatever that was. <laughs> like, just couldn't do it. Oh man, or I like loved watching on, that show. Or like be on the obstacle course where they're shooting like a tennis ball oh, cannon yes. at people. That <laughs> looks so fun. When you think about it, American or Guts was basically a kid version yeah, of uh, really American was. Gladiators. It is so fun, except to watch. with less cooler names. Yeah, <laughs> and now we have like uh, whatever it is, American Ninja Warrior, which is the new mm, version. Yeah, do you guys ever watch Wipeout? That's newer, but yeah, Wipeout, which yeah. was based off of Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Yeah, or... which are all mockeries in a certain sense. Yes. of American Gladiators. <laughs> I mean, I I love all of them. So they're. I mean, I. I am a cheap date. I could watch that stuff all the time <laughs> Noted. and be entertained. So. Noted. All right, let's move it. Let's move it along to the to the movies. Yes, this is what you came for. Yeah, this, this is, is what. You, yeah. Okay. So, a ton, a ton of great movies came out in this year. So, uh, Wes, you mentioned Batman. So let's kick it off with Batman. Oh, you want to kick it off with Batman? Yes, yeah. let's kick well, it off first, with Batman. Well, first, we put up on Instagram, we asked you, what was your favorite 1989 oh, yeah. movie? And got a lot of responses, a lot of across the board. Like, I feel like there weren't a ton of repeats that you would have in most years. But uh, do you want to guess what the number one was? Mm. It was tied. Uh, and it's surprising. Of people who voted? Yeah. Um, let's see. Back to the Future 2, maybe? I would have said Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, no. Neither? Or, those. or uh, Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I like that movie. The, no, I mean, the, no, the most popular one was va- uh, Christmas Vacation, ooh. but it was tied with The Burbs. Starring oh, Tom Hanks, which was very surprising to yeah. me, because I think that that's kind of like a kind of a cult classic type of yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a very yeah. underrated Tom Hanks. But movie. in second place was tied with uh, Little Mermaid, Batman, and Ghostbusters Two. Mm. And third place yeah. was Little Monsters, tied with uh, Back to the Future Two. Oh man, you guys are disappointing me. Back to the Future yeah. Two is a clear winner. Come on, that's crazy. And a few of the other ones that people voted for were Uncle Buck, Watch Teen Witch, UHF. Migi and me, which Colin <laughs> said. Uh, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, uh, The Wizard, Weekend at Bernie's, and Bill and Ted. I mean, just l- listen those off. Yeah, How just those alone. Just classic movies. I mean, some of, some of them aren't so great, but they're still classics, you know? Um, I feel like I have a different appreciation for Michael Richards now, knowing that UHF <laughs> and Seinfeld started in the same year. He was like the same character. In those. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, really yeah. fascinating. Oh, I didn't also think about those child. being out in the same year. Yeah. That's awesome. I never thought about that until just now. That's really Was wild. Kramer a character in the first season? I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. In the first season, so, yeah. for sure. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Huh. But yeah. Today I learned. I'll talk about Batman now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 1989, I feel like that defined this year for me. And I feel like I could be wrong, but my first memory of being at a movie theater was going to see Batman. And I remember being, it was like super hyped up and it was like one of the first like blockbuster things that I experienced as far as hype wise, because I remember waiting in line out like around the block uh, for this movie outside the theater. And wow. I remember they gave out this little like brochure that had a lot of like merchandise, like jackets and certain things that you could buy. Like, I feel like it was such like a big deal. It's like crazy to experience that as like my first movie. And like... I feel like it just, it was the first time that Batman was taken seriously at that point because every, everybody's like viewpoint was either like the comics or like Super Friends or, or the Adam West series. 
So I feel like now we can kind of look at it, look at it kind of like it was like pretty cheesy, but especially because of like the Dark Knight trilogy and everything. But for its time, it was super dark and super serious for like a superhero movie. Yeah, well, I was about to point out that the fact that they brought in Tim Burton like that, I feel like that yeah. was the best choice in order to get to get there. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, we're adults now. We're going to get this like really visionary, dark director to come in. And it yeah. really sets the tone for Batman, just the character. Like he is the dark Knight. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it, uh, and that, that probably influenced the nineties cartoon series. That was really dark. Oh, it completely. It, it just did. fits yeah. the character. So, which the only things that, uh, Tim Burton had done before that was Beetlejuice and Peewee and Peewee's yeah. Big Adventure which, which is, is like crazy to give that amount of trust on something like mm-hmm. that yeah I thought the same I mean, he's obviously but yeah, they, a I, I've watched a documentary on it and they like fought to get that Batman movie made because mm. every, like I said everybody thought it was like such a cheesy thing just even superhero movies in general because even like the Superman movies were kind of not weren't really kind of uh good to the source material and everything right. like that. It was kind of cheeky and everything. So uh, it, it was such a big thing, and I was obsessed with it. Crazy. Well, and Jack Nicholson's Joker, just all, oh, one of yeah. the all-time great characters. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty diabolical. Uh, yeah, I mean, that definitely is one of the tops. So I don't blame that one being your favorite. You know, you mentioned that being your first movie that you remember going to the theater and seeing. That reminded me, The Little Mermaid is my earliest memory of oh, going really? to the theater and watching a movie uh, which came out in the same year so that's pretty funny it I is. remember we lived in a small town in South Georgia and the movie theater only played two it only had two screens and so it would just have one or the other and in kindergarten I think we just went on a field trip to see The Little Mermaid um, but that, yeah that's <laughs> that's all I remember from it but I remember seeing it and then also being terrified of Ursula <laughs> Huh. Yeah. yeah, she's pretty uh, spooky in that with all the eels <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah. And I feel like McDonald's had really cool uh, toys for a Little Mermaid. They had like bath toys that you could have. Well played, was McDonald's. Good. Yeah. Are they still well like, I haven't been to McDonald's and gotten a Happy Meal in longer than I should probably admit on radio. Uh, <laughs> 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 Let's pause for station identification. <laughs> yeah. WJD. Uh, but uh, what is? Are they still like killing it in the toys category? Like, do they still do a good job? I don't know about killing it, but they still do it. That's good. Yeah, I think they have incredible toys right now. Or they did a couple Maybe weeks I'll ago. Go back. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the other movies, and specifically the comedies. I mean, Major League is still hailed as one of the greatest all-time sports movies. Uh, it's a, it's a classic mm-hmm. amongst amongst uh, sports fans such as myself. Still very funny. I mean, obviously still 80s looking, early 90s looking, but it uh, I think it holds up the humor. It's a it's a very very funny movie. Very uh, cl- it's a classic. And then you have Weekend at Bernie's, on the other hand, <laughs> that is so niche and so dumb of it a premise. Really, it really is dumb. And very, very 80s, very, yeah, uh, something I don't think they would ever reboot just because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, you know? yeah. But then you have, like, Uncle Buck and Look Who's Talking, which I think, I mean, yeah, I probably shouldn't put them in the same category, but Uncle Buck, was, <laughs> Uncle Buck is a classic. I mean, uh, John Candy, it's one of his best movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Look Who's Talking with you have Bruce Willis as the... Which I didn't realize that was Bruce Willis yeah. until like a few years ago. It was crazy. Like I'm like, guys, that's Bruce Willis. It's Melt not... your brain about I mean, that. It's yeah. a pr- pretty funny movie. Yeah. Also dated, but like it's it's pretty funny. So. Yeah. I, we watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids a lot. And I think we watched it even more so because there was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, or Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, The Ride uh, at yeah. <laughs> uh, Disneyland in uh, Tomorrowland. 
And so I remember going on that, and they're like, oh, wait, we should go back and watch the movie again. Because that was when, like, uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid had come out. And all yeah, yeah. Stuff. yeah. But, yeah, we watched I that mean, for that movie ourselves. a bunch. Like Rick Moranis, I don't know what he's doing right now, but uh, that was a that was a big. Yeah, one he's for playing him. a banjo somewhere. He's like Steve Martin. <laughs> probably he's is. Like, yeah. I mean, he like but legitimately, in, he's a musician. Not in public. Right now. He's like a folk musician right huh. now. They all it's, do. Yeah, it's all interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of Rick Moranis, which was Rick Moranis in Ghostbusters too? He was in one. He was, he was yeah. okay. I can't remember if he was in both. He of actually them. like suited up and everything. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, Ghostbusters Two is definitely like not as good as the original, but I, it still kind of holds a place in my heart because it's like I still liked it for sure. I, I think I watched that more as a kid because it was more kid friendly because it came out after the real Ghostbusters had become a hit and everything. So I feel like they were trying to not really make it kitty, but like just kind of like a little more uh just family friendly yeah. i guess but yeah. i still like it as a guilty pleasure mm-hmm. I, whatever but it's ghostbusters so. and then there is christmas vacation which is my family's all-time favorite christmas movie mm-hmm. we watch yeah. it every year it's still hilarious it still makes me laugh even when i know everything's coming um classic my favorite vacation movie by far even over the original so uh, this was a good year for movies, guys. And, of course, Back to the Future Part 2. Back to the Future is my favorite all-time movie in general. And then Part 2 made me so excited about the year 2015 and how all the flying cars would be everywhere and hover everything. What and a good promise. I was. I think Back to the Future 2 was probably a catalyst in me being just so interested and in, intrigued by time travel. I just loved the thought of traveling to the future and seeing what was to come. I know. Um, it's... I mean, I I could go on and on about Back to the Future, and I have in the past in this podcast. Yeah, so I won't yeah. Did it make you, it. when you learned how to drive, want to go 88 miles per hour just to see what happened? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> just push the limits. And also, I, we can't forget Bill and Ted's excellent of adventure. I feel like I was obsessed with that. I feel like that was a movie that I didn't – I felt like I wasn't allowed to see, but there was nothing wrong with it. It just kind of felt like it was – I felt like I was getting away with something because it was just so funny and, you know. Yeah. They just seemed like they so I feel quotable like, and everything. Yeah. And I feel like the lifestyle that it implied that they led was like something that my parents didn't want me to look at as an example. I that, remember that being yeah. something like they are like, <laughs> they're just like dopey heads. Yeah. I don't want to be them. But yeah. it's like I have learned so much about history from just watching that movie. Like, there's so yeah. many things that like I learned for the first, I like kind of grasped for the first time watching Bill and Ted. So funny. That, that's true. Um, did did either of you guys watch All Dogs Go to Heaven? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I remember my parents were hesitant about it because it like kind of depicts hell in there. Yeah, and it's, yeah. like super dark and <laughs> it it does kind of get yeah. a little dark. I remember as a kid, kind of yeah. not liking it, but also liking it. Yeah, but it, it got too dark for me as a kid. Isn't that isn't there a song in there that like big fat crocodile oh, yeah. or something like that? Let's make music yeah. together. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make sweet harmony. I remember that song oh. getting stuck in my head a lot. Yeah, I don't know why. I I haven't seen that movie probably in at least two decades. I don't know why I remember that song. It's, yeah. like, it's crazy. It's there still. Our did, memories are weird. Did y'all ever watch the movie Parenthood with Steve Martin? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, another really good one. I don't think so. I feel like I would always watch that in Christmas Vacation at my grandmother's house because yeah. my grandmother loved that movie. And like that had Rick Moranis in it, too. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I always loved that movie and that was, yeah, there was a lot of jokes in there that like went over my head, but yeah. There's so much more we could go over. Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, which obviously was subtitled this Nailed episode, it. Lethal Nailed Weapon it. 2, Twins. 
Um, Field of Dreams, Pet Cemetery, Roadhouse. <laughs> like, there's so many. Heather's UHF, which I think you mentioned before. The Wizard. The Wizard. Oh, my gosh. Say Anything. The wi- uh, well, I, I'm surprised you didn't say anything about Say Anything. Well, I feel like we've already talked about it I guess it so. Lot, so. <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're new to this podcast, that's uh, one of Wes's favorite movies yeah. of all time. So. And Twins came out. And mm-hmm. Twins, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, Dead Poets Society, I don't know if I mentioned that one. That Gosh, one. so many good movies. I just watched that recently. Year. Oh, yeah? Dead Poets Society. I still haven't seen it. It's oh, worth Captain watching. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth watching. I Robin Williams, I mean, it's... That's why I watched it, because that documentary came out, and I was like, I forgot about that. Yeah. I haven't watched it in so long, and I watched it again. Yeah. yeah that documentary broke me. <laughs> so, what was your favorite movie from 1989? Let us know if you haven't already. If you didn't vote in the poll, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say. By the way, we're on Twitter, at PassForwardCast, and on Instagram, if you want to participate in these polls that we send out there. Yeah. But, hey, there's one more category, Ooh. real quick, that we we could probably mention. We talked a little bit about it when the news things that were going on, is video video games. Yep. Yeah, that was a big thing. And so we mentioned the Sega Genesis came out, Game Boy came out, so we're starting to hit the prime of And the, it's like, I feel like NES was like kind of well on its way and everybody yeah. had it, so it's like, I feel like a lot of those like big name games started coming out that were like DuckTales and mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles and things like this that. This is like becoming the prime of the console games. Yeah. Like yep. this is when it's hitting its full swing for sure. Yeah, I remember playing a lot of uh, a game that I should have mentioned a long time ago, but I got it this year, and that was uh, Bionic Commando. Hmm. Did you ever play that game? No. I think that sounds familiar. It was a game where you basically, like, it was a side-scroller, but you had a grappling hook, and you, like, would swing around the different places, and it was basically like Super Mario slash Contra, but with a grappling hook. It was awesome. Well, that sounds And, like, you had, like, a bionic arm is kind of what it was, so you could swing around. It was super fun. I remember playing that for a long time. And when we've done like a uh, different uh, video game podcast, like I've just always forgotten to mention that yeah. one. And I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, but this is the time it came out this year. It's perfect. Yeah. So obviously the Batman video game came out at this time as well. Oh, did yeah. you ever play that, Wes? Yeah, I definitely I did. did. It was a dark game. It was, it was yeah. yeah, it was dark. <laughs> you could barely see him. It, it was. was. <laughs> Staying on, on tone. I remember like yeah. turning my TV brightness up. I'm like, yeah. is this the problem? Is it because <laughs> yeah. my TV is crappy? Yeah, that yes, but that and DuckTales. DuckTales such a it was like oh, one of the many Disney mm-hmm. yeah. afternoon kind of games, but it was so good. And you know they've remastered it and everything and came out and consoles now. But yeah, so fun. And Ninja Turtle game came out, which is like oh my gosh. freaking hardest game. I loved it though, yeah. even though I couldn't ever get past yeah. like the second level. I like still I loved think it. that was the first, other than like Super Mario Brothers, that was the first game that I owned, and I just assumed that every game was that hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like back then, it was like they didn't care if the game was crazy hard. They're like, you're going to play it. What else are you going to do? Like, you're going to try and get past it. The games were so hard back then. <laughs> like, trying to go back and play some of those like games that, like, they had the whole game, but you're only playing with two buttons. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, right. <laughs> and that's the same year that the Ninja Turtles arcade game came out. And I remember the first time that playing that, fun. we were on vacation in Panama City, and we were at one of those kind of theme parks that had a humongous, like, maze. Yeah. that you go to and I started playing the Ninja Turtle game and I started obsessing over it so much that my parents just gave me a stack of quarters and they went into the maze like without me so I just <laughs> sat there and played the arcade game That's for like awesome. an hour or two things people don't do in 2018 oh yeah. definitely I remember <laughs> leave a kid game. alone in Panama City <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that kid in the Simpsons game were just top notch oh right. my gosh Simpsons arcade game yeah, yes. you would have to play March because she had the vacuum yeah <laughs> it was awesome yeah, that was, man, the, yeah, that Ninja Turtles 
game in the arcade was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And The Simpsons. And All your friends because you could play four wide. And, like, you couldn't yes. do that on a lot of other consoles. Yeah, that that's point. true. That's a great point. You couldn't do a whole lot of four-player gaming yeah. back then except for going yeah. to the arcade. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Um, another one that you know sports fans will remember is Tecmo Bowl, mm-hmm. which you know if you're Barry Sanders, you're basically superhuman and just <laughs> run in circles, and that, they can't catch you. That game cover is so iconic to me. Yeah. I remember always passing that like in Blockbuster and everything. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun one, and people still play it. I mean, people still like. There's like an underground, I think, um, like online following where you like play in leagues and stuff like oh, really? that. Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> it's it's pretty incredible. It's got. Big time nostalgia tied to it. People loved that game. This is before Madden, so um, th- that was like basically the OG big football game. So. Huh. Um, there's other ones like Sim City. Did you guys ever play Sim City? I never got into that. I know that was that kind of got really huge, like in the mid 2000s. People still play that game. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get into it until the late 90s. So I was surprised to see this on the list. Is like this came out in '89, which is pretty yeah. incredible. I think that was the first version of it right uh also a sims movie was there i feel like that was in my head but But that's just basically a normal movie what like what are you yeah you're just living you're watching them work out chilling on a couch (laughs) maybe i imagined it was that like in the movie they're just in the pool and suddenly the stairs are removed and (laughs) (laughs) that actually would be a funny concept (laughs) i think that's just the matrix technically right (laughs) but tetris also came out which you know that was the like go-to game for uh the game boy yeah like yeah. spent many a road trips playing Tetris. I mean, that, that one is probably the most legendary game out of this list. Yes. Like that people still play Tetris. Oh, yeah. And there have been many iterations. I mean, I feel like Candy Crush was like an, like uh, based off of the, the mechanics of Tetris. You yes. know, like yeah. basically puzzle games where things disappear. Like anything you get a pop-up ad for is like <laughs> yeah. a ripoff of Tetris. You can thank Tetris for that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, there are some others, Castlevania Three, if you were into that, Super Mario Land, which was a, bi- a pretty what big was that one. one. What's Super Mario Land? I, I think that, that was the Game Boy version. Oh yeah. right, right, okay. Which is basically like just the normal version. Yep. <laughs> Any um, others you wanna you wanna give a shout out to? Fester's Quest was good. It was I don't ba- think I played that one. It was based off uh, Adam Sandler, or not the Adams Family. Uh, oh, Uncle Fester. Fe- Uncle Fester. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I never played that one. Which was a random, I don't know why they came up with that idea, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> so random. That is. Okay, so what about 1989 do you remember? What did we not mention? What did we gloss over that was big for you in your childhood and you're angry at us now? Let us know <laughs> at PassForwardCast on Twitter. We're on Instagram and uh, interact with us. We love, uh, you know, uh, Wes, thanks so much. I mean, he's been the mastermind behind all the Instagram stories and all the stuff that we do now. The wizard. Uh, so we're, I'd say that's the platform we're most active on, thanks to Mr. Allen over here. So uh, interact with us. It's a lot of fun. And obviously we get ideas from our episodes directly from what we see on Instagram. So jump on there. We're, you know, at Pass Forward Cast on Instagram as well. So, and also, hey, if you still do email, if that's a thing for you, we're PassForwardCast at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. 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 So thanks for journeying with us back to the 80s, 1989. Hope you enjoyed it. Indeed. Anything else, guys? I... I had just learned that Minesweeper came out in 1989, and now my evening is ruined. Wow. I'm going to go play that. I always just randomly clicked areas until I died. That was, I could not do that one. There's no strategy. (laughs) All right. Until next time. Oh, I get it. 
French class. Ugh. Auntie. <laughs> I love you. Oh, you guys. Waiter snorks. Pat's Ward was recorded in front of a live studio audience at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios in Orlando, Florida. Not. Hey, Clavis! Wake up! The show's over! Oh, yeah! Kick it!